Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports Domestics Microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. It's going to be a warm weekend. Stock up. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15, Elmo's Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Margaret, bad Kevin, back up the middle, off the glove. Oh, yes! 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 A scoop! and make that play. Oh, T-Rex is now your fault, Bubba. Now watch what happens. I have a glove on my left hand, but I'm not going to use it. What and a scoop. scoop it first. Clark to Cummings. That is a hand gem. Not a web gem, but a hand gem by Malachi Clark. Go get him. What a great play, great moment. There have been a lot of great plays and great moments in this series. South Williamsport. And uh, with that, we're going to stick with that theme. He has, for decades, been dedicated to his community, telling their stories. He is the senior member of the Penn State football beat and just does great work. My friend Neil Riddell from the Altoona Mirror. Neil, welcome back. Great to have you with us. Hey, Mary. Thank you, Steve. So nice of you. Appreciate your remarks. It's deserved in every way, and you know that I've said that to you privately anyway. Uh, The Little League World Series. I did get a chance to meet the Hollidaysburg players before it began. What a nice group of kids, and the coaches are terrific. Really liked them. What was it like for you to see that kind of run and to cover a Little League World Series? You know, Steve... I, I consider this one of my career highlights. I truly do. <clears throat> it, it was so much fun, and I've been very blessed, as you referenced. I mean, I was I was there at the Sugar Bowl when Penn State won their first national championship. I was in Miami. I mean, covering Penn State football has, yep. you know, truly been a privilege. But as far as um, a, a single team that that I've never seen a community uh, all multi-generations get behind uh, a team like this little league team it was incredible everywhere you went for the last week and a half that's all anyone wanted to talk about here the bars were packed every TV had the little league game on and I'm sure I know you've been to Williamsport it's just uh, such uh, a paradise, uh, such a grand stage of sport, of youth sports, number one 
venue for youth sports uh, in maybe in the world. And they just do it so well. And the emphasis on sportsmanship, you see players and teams consoling each other. Uh, there really are no losers. They really do it right there. And this is the first team we've ever had advanced there. And so they punched a ticket um, by winning in Bristol. And then then it's just kind of the bandwagon just started rolling. And I was happy to be part of it. It just really was, uh, it really was a thrill. When the young men from Beach Creek played there, boy, they went up in right. droves because it was so close. Did you right. see the same thing where they're just loads and loads of people going up to Williamsport? Because I mean, it didn't take a genius to watch on TV and figure out who the home team was. Right. Well, uh, Chris Massey, who uh, he's a Penn State grad who covers uh, for Williamsport uh, High School Sports in the Little League World Series, he's there for like two weeks straight. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he told me that on, on the first night that Holidaysburg played back uh, I guess two Thursdays ago. He said this is like a U.S. championship crowd uh, for the first night, and then uh, after they had won the third game, uh, third straight game, you know they again drew eighteen thousand. Um, you know, definitely it was a home team. Of course, it was the Pennsylvania champion that everybody got behind, and um, you could, you know, you were you couldn't walk eight feet without running into somebody from Blair County. And it wasn't necessarily just Holidaysburg. It was the whole area that had uh, gotten behind it. Um, so, yeah, just just a big thrill, really. And I think probably the innocence of Little League. And also, you know, this has not been a happy time, you know, for anybody these last few years between COVID and the gas prices and the political divide and everything. And to see, to see how a Little League team could put smiles on everybody's faces was just really neat. What was it like for you to talk as often as you did with that coaching staff and with those players? Well, they uh, it, they handled it. Jim McGuff uh, is the manager. He handled it Good guy, very professionally. Yeah, yeah, very professionally, really well-coached team. I mean, we're sitting there, and I'm not sure the guy made a questionable move in in two weeks. Yeah. I mean, you know, the team just, you know, everything was very fundamental. They're not the biggest kids. The Texas kids are no. bigger. And uh, it was a good win for Tennessee last night. I kind of thought maybe Texas would beat Tennessee. I'm not sure anybody's being Hawaii. Right. Uh but you know they uh, they bring kids out after they win. They don't. They don't, it's the manager only uh, when they lose. You know, a couple of the kids were a little more comfortable than than others. And you know, you're covering little league, so you know you're really not getting into a lot of pointed situations sure. or questions. So I mean, there is a lot more uh, discretion involved. But you know, Jim McGuff, you know, because. There was so much interest, so I would text them on the day of the game just to confirm the starting pitcher, you know, and I'd yeah. put that out on Twitter just because the interest warranted it. Uh, so, but he was he was very professional, and his messages were so great. And afterwards, um, you know, this team has really set the bar um, for the future. I mean, it'll have a legacy that'll stand forever. Really. No, no question. I mean, they only not, not only won there, they won three times there, which is remarkable. And as for Jim, I think being a Little League World Series manager, 
is so difficult because you've got to manage innings and pitches all the time on a day-by-day basis. It's a hard formula to make sure that you're ahead of the entire time. And Jim and his staff did that. They did. Uh, In the regional, um, you know, the the holidays were keeping 11 players. So there's different rules in terms of how many coaches you can have if you have 12 or less and then 12 or more. You can have a third coach in the dugout. Otherwise, a kid has to coach first. And uh, the Delaware team, uh, or maybe the D.C. team that they played in the championship game. Delaware. um, In in Delaware, okay. Uh, They had 14 kids. So there's a bus play rule, so every kid um, obviously has to get one at bat when you have 14. But when you have 11, every kid also has to get six outs in the field. And Holidaysburg really developed those. Those kids had actually more opportunity to be significant parts of these this last three weeks than if you would have been one of 14 uh, because then you would have probably got your at bat and you may not maybe an inning in the field uh, but you know that was uh, uh, you, you saw kids uh, there were interchangeable parts you know say maybe six or seven through 11 uh, whereas other teams, you know, had to scramble to get a kid in the bat, and, you know, now you're trailing and whatnot. So, yeah, just um, the team really represented our area extremely well, and it, it was uh, it was just a privilege uh, to be along for the ride. What I love about going up to Lomity or Volunteer Stadium is that the concession stand is like the concession stand in the Holidaysburg. Concession stand and stick house. It's the same prices. They don't. They don't. It's they treat it like it's a little league game, and that, that I find that to be really cool. Well, and Steve, the whole experience, other than the concession, is free. It yeah. doesn't cost anything to get in. <laughs> There's no parking fee. Um, you know, <laughs> so everybody. It's just it's just a happy place. It's a little bit of Disney World without yeah. the lines. Yeah. Um, it, it, and they manage it. I give a lot of credit to Little League Baseball up yeah. there. And uh, they inducted uh, Todd Frazier was there. They And yep. these people have such messages of what the Little League experience meant. And the community, the volunteerism. I'm sure they have three or 400 volunteers uh, that they count on. The umpires volunteer, although they, they get paid uh, you know their travel expenses. So yeah. there was a lot I didn't know about it, but it's... Uh, it's the most impressive. Yeah, I spoke to the umpires one year at their uh, luncheon before the World Series began. Uh, and, again, same as you said, you know, people are like, what about that call? The dude's not getting paid, okay? Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, okay, they paid for him to drive in, all right? Uh, right. Wonderful experience. Steve Keener and his group do a great job up there. Yeah. And, by the way, and I want to give credit where credit's due. You can be critical of ESPN for a lot of things, but not how they do the Little League World Series. They do a great job with it. They tell great stories. Yeah, absolutely. They work the crowd. They talk to the parents. They really yep. put a human face on it. A lot of attention was made to that bull power, the uh, embrace of the challenger division that the holiday yes. for kids 
uh, exhibited how they gave a standing ovation to the kid's brother from Utah who, um, you know, was was seriously injured. And they just really, uh, really do it all right. You mentioned the umpires. I believe Jerry Fisher uh, umpired a Little League World Series game at one point. I think he did because he got into umpiring a long time ago here, and that's right. what he always wanted to do. Uh, yeah. you, you know, and so – Great for him. And as for Easton Oliverson, I believe he they was he left Geisinger. He's back in Utah, from what we understand. And after having a lot of doubts early, they think he has a chance at a full recovery. So, oh, I hope so. Jeez, uh, we all can't, hope so. can't imagine as a parent, you know, or a grandparent, what you're what you're feeling. Your kid is in, you know, in the high of going to a Little League World Series, and to get that phone call. Oh, it just yeah. it just shakes you to the core. Uh, now, the transition is going to be from that to a Penn State football season. What How about kind, it? What kind of thoughts do you have, at least initially, as you change gears from 11 and 12-year-olds to 18 to 23-year-olds? <laughs> I, I promise not to be a giant leap in, in critical <laughs> critical thinking yeah. analysis. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it'll be a little different. Yes. Um, yeah. And the world will also be watching on Thursday night. And I think Penn State has a chance to to be a good football team eventually and you're a lot closer to it than I am. Uh how soon will help determine what the record is with these three road games in their first six games um uh i'm not sure they've ever had three more challenging road tests in 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 the first half of the season than they're going to have um i think starting at purdue um but they have a lot of uh a lot of pieces i'm anxious to see how they can answer some of these questions uh with a new defensive coordinator even though he's an experienced coach uh, you know, a, a middle linebacker that you're counting on, presumably to be calling the signals, uh, facing an, a real aerial attack and, and a team that can score against a Penn State team that really has to prove it can score at that level. So, um, you know, really looking forward to it. Obviously, uh, you know, while everybody was glued to the Little League, they're going to be glued to watching uh, Penn State as well. Well, I know the Holidaysburg kids and the coaching staff, Will, they told me, except for one, that they're all Penn State fans. <laughs> there, was uh-huh. a, there was one, they, they were telling me, they said, well, Mr. Jones, he says, you know, we're all Penn State fans. I said, oh, great. You know, the coaches where you know, Jim was telling me he loves Penn State football, right? They said, but there's one kid. And I can't remember. It doesn't matter what the name of the kid is. <laughs> right. But that's irrelevant. He says, he likes Pitt and Ohio State. I said, Really? <laughs> So I, I looked over at him. He says, Pitt and Ohio State. Started to kind of put his head down. I said, don't put your head down. I said, every time you come to the plate, I hope you hit a home run. <laughs> I said, this is all about you guys winning. I said, don't worry about that. So you can root for anybody you want. Neil, it is always a pleasure. Uh, I think it's – I'm so glad you had that experience. It, uh, it's what makes sports worthwhile covering, don't you think? For sure. I mean, we're trying to be hyper local, and and um, you know, we just wanted to be there to provide the kind of coverage that we felt, and it made uh, felt this team deserved. And it made me think, Steve, back of the state college team that fell just short, and they, and 
ran into an unfortunate situation with an NL, which would prove to be an eligible player at one point because that team was good enough too. And uh, you know, we could have all you know remembered that team in Williamsport, sure. and who knows how far they would have gone. Yeah, I know the, the top player in that team lose one street up for me for going to say so. It's like they got to march around the next year with the championship banner. But mm-hmm. I mean that's nice, but it's it's it kind of hollow in a lot of ways. But that's okay. Sure. Hey, hey well, uh, best wishes for the Penn State season for you, Steve. I look forward to seeing you on the road. Can't wait to see you on the road, my friend. It's always a pleasure. You know that. Thanks, Steve. It's great. Uh, by the way, tomorrow morning up in Williamsport, ten thirty in Volunteer Stadium will be the Challenger game. All right, tomorrow morning, ten thirty is the Challenger game. Teams from Ohio and California are set to play in that. Really cool. We will take a break. We will come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Still looking for equipment? Um, I think we'll wrap it up there, but now he's just getting himself ready. He's on the radio. Ready for what? I mean, there really isn't... I mean, let's be honest about it. There's no need to comb his hair. We'll leave it at that. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Oh, boy. The game, that game is at Central Columbia, right? No, it's home for Shikolami. Oh, good. So he doesn't need GPS. Great. Um, perfect. They'll actually be coming out your way next week, too. They'll be at Mifflin County next week. There are several mountain ranges between there and here. All right. Well, um, sort of, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's like it's like having oceans to protect you. It's great. <laughs> Should I drive down next Friday night to Mifflin County to say hi to them? Or? Well, that's up to you. Nah, I got a Spikes game that night. <laughs> I think nah. I knew the answer. You're going off to Belfont tonight? That's a shorter trip no, for you. I'm up in Williamsport tonight. Ah. So I have a Spikes game at Williamsport tonight. Oh, then you so can no, flip I... around on the on the radio then. That, that works. Game starts at 6.30. I'm not going to be flipping around on the radio. Oh, I guess the timing won't work out that well. Oh, well. No, it doesn't. Not going to work. I can hear him in the background. Yes. That big, that big, booming, commanding voice. He's directing traffic as we speak. Right. I also heard the snoring, so I knew he was talking. What? 
That's right. one of the wow. most affectionate smooches of all time. <laughs> all right. I just love this time of the year. I mean, I haven't, you know, except for a question to Neil, I haven't really talked about Penn State. I've been talking about high school football. I mean, it's just great <clears throat> that we get to this time of the year and that's going to happen. Do a lot of high schools now have dance teams? Um, I'd say a good amount. I don't know if they perf- perform. No, no, I- I've been told no by the by the uh, suit here. Okay, no, I'm only asking because I was running down like the color guard and the cheerleaders and the band and everything like that. I thought maybe I wonder if I left out dance teams. I'd say that's that's kind of more during basketball season, at least that I've okay. seen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I'm sure okay. I'm sure there's some that will do something at halftime. Maybe they do a okay. combined thing. I've seen okay. that. I just didn't didn't want to leave anybody out. That's the only reason why I asked. That's why I'm going to mention Dave Ritchie's name. He'll get about 72 words in tonight. So I just want to let you know there'll be 72 quality words. He has really mastered the art of being concise because he's been forced to be. (laughs) The King's not concise. He's next. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Gonna be a warm weekend. So get ready for this weekend and start stocking up for Labor Day weekend. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies and the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. Don't tell me he's there. But you, you, you asked, and I felt like I needed to defend myself, you know, in the situation of, uh, of Chiefs talking time. You know, it's football season. He's going to have all the time in the world. He is going to go deep in his, in his look at things and analyze upon analyze everything. Because it's football. He's got plenty of time. Basketball is a different story. It's tougher in basketball for him. He gets the least airtime of any analyst in football in America. You know it. <laughs> you guys actually, do a great told, job. Actually, he told me to you guys, tell you. He told you guys me. do. You got. You guys do a great job. Uh, so. thank you so much. I appreciate it. And, uh, he did tell me to tell you that that if uh, uh, that he gets plenty of time in football, basketball, he gets good time. <laughs> the question is: Is he having a good time? Well, right, that's, um, a, yeah, that's a whole other question. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. So, in other words, in a 45-play game, I would give him 220 words. That's about it. 
Five words of play. All right. Five words of play. It's because they broke the huddle already. All right. No good! No good! No good! We averaged it out. You get 176 words per play. Well, you know what? The, my punishment he, comes on Saturdays then. He gets five. <laughs> It balances out on Saturdays because with all of these no-huddle, sugar-huddle type offenses we're seeing in FCS now, I just go, I wait until the punt before I even talk. I just said, just point to me when it's over. I'll, I'll wake back up and start talking again. Oh, my almighty! Yeah, but that's a request from the administration. Oh, see, I didn't get that memo. <laughs> No, thanks a lot, buddy. We appreciate it. Uh, we're looking forward to it tonight. And uh, I'll tell you what, I think we're we're in for an interesting ball game. Both teams are trying to get back into it, trying to get back well, into the playoffs again. Well, what's um, I don't know. You, I don't know if you heard it or not earlier because you've been so busy. But I was talking about how great a Friday night is in Pennsylvania, and you guys get to experience it every weekend. It's really cool. Uh, you know what? There, there's nothing like And that's what bothers me when we start talking about Friday night college games. I love college football. Don't get me wrong. But I agree with, with what you've said on the program and, of course, what Coach Franklin has said. Friday nights are for high school football. And, man, it, it's great to see these communities come out. I saw one and I called a one and nine team last year, and I saw packed stadiums on the home side every time they were at Chickalamie yeah. Stadium. I mean, it doesn't matter what the record is. The community comes out. Out. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, I'm as guilty as anybody. I mean, I'll watch some of the college game on Friday night if I'm sitting at home. Okay? Now, I remember last year I did watch Schick play Sealands Grove because that was on PCN. Yeah. I watched that. And maybe once in a while, like when Bo was playing last year, Bo Perbula, I did watch that game. And I watched when Drew Aller played, because that was on ESPN. But I had specific reasons why I watched. And then every once in a while, we have some games on here in the central and western part of the state, because like Brian Tripp may be announcing the game, or Joe Putnam may be announcing the game. So I want to just check in and see how they're doing, you know. No, no question. You know, and, and the nice thing is we have so many platforms now to be able to watch and listen to high school games, and you could do it from just about anywhere. That That's the beauty of it. It's not just – you're not just stuck with the, uh, you know, where the signal is on your radio dial. You also have the Internet. You've got YouTube channels now that, that uh, stations are broadcasting on, including us with uh, Shikalemi and Sealands Grove. So there's places to watch it and find it, and, and I think that makes Friday night even better if you can't make it to the game. How many cameras do you have tonight? Uh, right now we have three. That's pretty impressive. We have th we have That's three for each broadcast. That is pretty impressive. We're getting I mean, there. No, that's... You know what? I mean, there's some college games. They got four. Not Penn State, but four. Yeah, what, what is the Penn State game? About 18 now with the networks? <laughs> um, They'll... What, cameras... I'd say anywhere from 8 to 12. Yeah, there's camera depending, angles depend, all over. De depending on the game. You I'm, know, and, and like, and for example, a camera will be on top of the goalpost. That doesn't have a camera person. It's a, right. it's a robot. There'll be a camera in a pylon, obviously, you know, 
That's not manned. That's the camera I want to add next year is the pylon cam. No, you want to add that? Yeah, I, I want to add that just to have it there. That'd be epic. <laughs> I want to see it done. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of shot we'd be able to get with it, but I just want one there. <laughs> right. We got to talk to Boss Man about that one. <laughs> you know, and and the other thing is, uh, we we actually have the ability to be able to tie into some of the uh, uh, huddle cameras that the teams are using now. So some of these shots we have available, we may have available to us in the coming uh, coming games or coming years, where we could actually tap into those uh, with uh, with the right setup. So there's a lot of things we're gonna we're, we're looking at doing uh, in the next couple of years. We're excited. Uh, we don't have the king right now, right? Uh, I can, and I can at least probably give you a hint why. Uh, they're having bad storms up there. Yeah, he and just said there's fact, a tornado warning up there. I had him it, on the line, right. and now I lost him. I was so. going to say, is he yeah. in the basement calling? Uh, I, I don't know. Well, he, he doesn't – we grew up in Enfield. Now, he's not in Enfield, okay? Um, but Enfield specifically had a tornado warning. Okay, which means one touchdown. That mean, somewhere. That, yeah, that means there's one down, or they see one on radar. One of the two. Yeah. So, uh, so that just tells you how bad the storms are there right now. Wow. I know they were talking a lot of them in uh, east of New Jersey, New York, and New England. Well, they're obviously getting them now, and um, so that'll be uh, it'll be interesting. Oh, good. Tyler Glass now and the Rays agree to a two-year contract extension. Former State College Spike. I'm thrilled for him. Ty's a great guy. So he's going to get... He'll get a significant raise to $25 million as time goes. He went in there and he said, I want the same money the suit gets, and they threw it at him. Well, you know, he doesn't have my agent. I can tell you that. I know. And your and your law firm, Dewey, <laughs> Cheatham, and Howe. F-O-U-L-E. That's self Aren't, aren't aren't they special? Uh, Dewey Cheatham and when? <laughs> Dewey Cheatham and how? That's good. I, 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 I actually I didn't hear that one before. That's a good one. H O W E. All right. So what we'll do is we'll try and get in touch with him. We'll do that during the break. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. All right, so we'll do our picks ourselves because he's going through some bad storms up there. 
Yeah, hopefully everything's okay. Evan, he hasn't answered, so I'm, I'm guessing he's tending to whatever he needs to tend to. Yep. All right, so the first one, <laughs> we'll do it in his honor. This is the, all the eight games we're going to pick that are on the docket for Week 0 tomorrow. UConn with Jim Mora leading the way against Utah State. What do you got, Steve? Utah State minimum four touchdowns. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I'm not, uh, that's yeah, not a joke. I, I mean, know. It's, yeah, I just, I'm with you there. UConn's way behind. It's on the road. So, I just saw something today. Apparently, Jim Mora is in a haunted house. Did you see that? He lives in a haunted house, apparently, at UConn. And he, I, like, try, I, I, I really do try very hard not to follow the program. <laughs> Only because, actually, Pete Thamel did a full story on it. I couldn't believe it. Okay. And apparently he uses that as, like, motivation or something, or he, he thinks they're they're good for the football team. I don't know what it was, but it was – you definitely knew what you were talking about UConn football. Anyway, Wyoming against Illinois with their new quarterback. Uh, let's see. Illinois has won 15 consecutive home openers. This will be 16. Yeah, I'll take the Illini as well. One of the two times I'll probably pick them this year. Wyoming just doesn't have as much as they used to either. Next one. Duquesne heading down to Tallahassee to take on the Seminoles. We got. It may be a better game than some people think. Uh, I'll take Florida State. Yeah, this was a layup for me, Florida State. But also count on Florida State to mess things up and lay an egg too, so. We'll see how that plays out. Next one, we got Charlotte at Florida Atlantic. Should be a pretty good game. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Fighting Reggie Walkers. Okay, we have Reginald on the show all the time. I'll go with Charlotte. All right, I'm going with Florida Atlantic at home. But that's an even matchup, though. That should be a good game. Next one. Now, have you seen the latest drama with this game, Florida A&M at UNC? This game almost didn't happen, but now it will happen. They're on their way down because they had players ineligible academically for Florida A&M. There'll be 20 players down, including only seven linemen. Yes, but they have 450,000 reasons to play, so they're going to. <laughs> yeah, not, not that it matters anyway. I got North, Tar Heels. North, North Carolina taking these in the third quarter. Mm, yeah, pretty much. Now, that should be a good one. Battle in the Lone Star State. North Texas against UTEP. Yeah, that's not a bad game. I'm going to go with North Texas. I went back and forth on this one, but I'm going with UTEP here. I think they got a little bit more defensively than what I've seen. But that should be a good one. But I'll, I'll go UTEP at home. Next one. Nevada. Without Carson Strong and seven receivers and, I think, a running back against New Mexico State. Jerry kills first game in New Mexico State as the head coach, and the game's in Las Cruces. Let's go with the Aggies. I'm going Aggies, too. I think Nevada's lost a lot. They got two first-year head coaches, New Mexico State trying to right the ship a little. I'll take them at home. And then finally, this is the game that I'm jealous of, Steve. Vandy at Hawaii. 
Hawaii Stadium has been condemned. Sadly. The, the program is a mess. Timmy Chang's in his first game. That's right, and, baby. And and the pressure is all on Vanderbilt because Clark Lee says, hey, look, we're good. Well, eventually you're going to hit the SEC, and when you do, it's going to be like running into a wall. They got to win this game. So I'll go with Vandy. I will take Vandy as well outright, but Timmy Chang, he's going to turn that program around. Do you know how beloved he is down there? Yes, but is he beloved by recruits? That is the biggest question. I mean, you should see the shrine they have for him and the barrels of Aloha Stadium when I went to tour it. It's amazing. I didn't know how big he was down there. The only time I remembered him is the great preseasons he had with the Eagles. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, as he showed, he's probably the greatest quarterback to play down there, but... Yeah, he, Colt Brennan... Yeah. The late, the late Cole Brennan was really good. Brought him to the Sugar Bowl. That's right. That was another good team. But it, this isn't that moment. Uh, Vandy's been out there for a couple of days now. All right. And what about Northwestern Nebraska? Oh, my mistake. Yes. Who you got there in that one? Who's got the luck of the Irish? Uh, I think Nebraska has the luck of the talent. They win. Um. Yeah, I agree with that one there. Although this is my version of the toilet bowl in the Big Ten, but. I, I just I just don't think Northwestern still has enough offensively. Yeah, they're well coached. No getting around, they're well coached, but they don't have enough defensively to win this game. Yeah, I agree. I'm going. With the, I'm going with Nebraska and Dublin. Oh. I'll tell you right now, I, I remember thinking about this on the way back because Penn State fell behind in that game against UCF. And we're flying back, and I, Jack and I are talking because there's a lot of time to talk when it's four and a half hours, five hours, and you're... I mean, we couldn't sleep. I mean, so Jack and I, we'd, we'd go into the upper galley of the... We flew a 747, so we went up to the upper galley just kind of sat there and talked, and I looked at him, and I said, I said, boy, thank goodness Ficken hit that field goal. I said, this trip would have felt like 220 hours on the way back if they lost. <clears throat> yeah, I, I feel you on that one. And that's a tough part of, do, of, of a game like this. What if you don't win it? The trip back feels like it's going to be days. And Northwestern and Nebraska are further into the country than Penn State is. Going to be that way for Vandy. That is a long flight, depending on how you go down to Hawaii. Yeah, Vandy went out, and I think they got there on Wednesday. So, because they just want to get used to the weather, be out there. It's a long trip anyway. That time difference is real, man. Yeah, it is. I mean, Lisa and I, it was a struggle for us when we went on our honeymoon. Like, we were in bed at, like, 8 o'clock and up at 5 a.m. for, like, the first three days. It was it was rough. Remember the first Rose Bowl I went to? I remember it was 19, 1994, 94-95. The NFL playoffs, I think the Browns were playing the Patriots, I think in a playoff game. 
And it kicked off at 9 a.m. Like going, this isn't so bad. <laughs> Get all the games early, you're done. We've got high school football coming up tonight. Central Columbia in action, taking on Shikolumi. And that'll be here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Sealands Grove is at Belfont at Rogers Stadium. That is on. Now that's on um, the Val. It's on uh, Eagle 107, or is that going to be the Phillies tonight? Eagle. Eagle 107? Yep. And 100.9 the Valley as? Uh, Lewisburg and Shemokin. Lewisburg. Lewisburg and Shemokin. Tomorrow night. Yep. Tomorrow night. So there you go. We're off and rolling on the season. We're going to have our high school roundtable every Thursday. Keep everybody up to date on their local team and what our reporters think of them to this point. And... It'll be, uh, I think it's going to be a fun season all the way through. Suits sounded excited, right? I give Chief a lot of credit. He actually knew which two teams were playing. You, sir, are my hero. Suit gets a little excited sometimes. And tonight, Shekalami, Central Columbia. Shekalami and Central Columbia. Now you ask, do those count as the words? That is a very good question. I say no. I probably have to agree. I say no because it's the equivalent of a producer saying that in the ear. You know, I mean, <clears throat> they do a great job. We kid, I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid. You know, come on. It's all kidding around for people who do great work. Good people. Good, good people. So they put out a uh, a piece on the uh, Holidaysburg Little League team. PA District 11 champions, PA Section 4 champions, PA State champions, Mid-Atlantic regional champions, fourth in the United States, top eight in the world. Pretty great, huh? What a Not run. bad. We thank Neil for being on the show today. Neil Riddell. We thank Ruben Frank for being on the show today, getting some Eagle talk in. We thank the Sioux for being on the show, helping to preview Shikolimi and Central Columbia here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Kickoff is 7 o'clock tonight. Put the ball in the air. Let's have some fun this fall here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet.